Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. And we're back. Your, your, your favorite people to listen to. See how their lives are going. What's new with their weeks? Well, here we are. What's new with our weeks? Matt, what's new with your week? Uh, that's a good question, Dory. Let me see if I can answer that. I am... Hmm. What is new? I don't know. Nothing's new? I've got, um, you know, some podcasts scheduled yeah. this week. Okay. Got some golf scheduled. How's that, how's that going? Podcasting? Yeah. It's still going okay. It's been going okay for 15 years. So that's what I say. I say, oh, it's 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 okay. Okay. All right. I'm trying to think what else. I feel like I want to say more things. Uh, what have I been doing all week? Hmm. I don't know. What have you been doing all week? Been in therapy. That's been good. How's therapy going? It's going okay. You know? Yeah. 
just getting uh getting getting it all sort of sorted out do you feel sorted no no that's the beauty of being a therapist is you never <laughs> cure anybody you're never like okay you've graduated and they keep you you know coming back wow that's what they do so they want you to get better but not they want to get totally better, better. incrementally right. slow. Yes, yes, yes. Interesting. Um, my friend invited me out to play golf in Las Vegas. That's fun for next you. Next week or this coming week. Uh, even moved the tea time to 9 a.m. to try to accommodate my early golf style. Wow. What was he going to do? Like 11. <laughs> Which is like 11 bananas in the heat of Las Vegas. That is just bananas. I mean, look, it's it could we could get it could get either a flooded Vegas or just a very hot Vegas. They've been flash flooding quite a bit lately. That's true. I've been sending you all the yep, Dory. Info. You know, when she sees a tweet <laughs> or a TikTok, oh, that's probably one of the random alarms Henry set this morning. <laughs> um I, I was just i was wait, oh, waiting for you <laughs> i'm back yeah henry said i meant to look at that actually so that was good that reminded me because i didn't want one to go off in the morning like at like a weird time and oh maybe that was just his six hour and one minute timer he said a six hour and one minute timer yep oh and i've got an eight thirty four alarm and a 403 p.m alarm so i'm gonna turn those <laughs> off he loves an alarm. He well, really... we were timing things. I was spinning a top on a book. Oh. And we were timing how long we could keep it going for. Okay. How long could you keep it going for? I think 37 seconds was the longest. I mean, that's... It's like, a, you know, it's a party favor that top. Seems it's like pretty a, it's long. plastic. Yeah. I know top. exactly what you're talking about. But then about. he would like set a timer and then I would we'd count how many times I had to spin it for it to be spinning throughout the timer he set. Wow. He yeah. really was setting a lot of rules for you. Well, I was trying to, you know, he likes numbers so much. I was trying to figure out things we could do mm -hmm. with the top and mm -hmm. a clock. Mm -hmm. I try to keep him engaged on many levels, you know? Yeah. <laughs> how, how, did, how did that go? Good. He had fun. We had both had fun. Good. I mean, and by we both had fun, I mean, I could play guitar between spins, so. I mean... Wow. You know, it was your typical Sunday morning at home with Dita. Yeah. He had a real, he had a real home morning. Yeah, he refused to leave the house. Mm hmm So, you know, once Mickey Mouse was done, we had to figure out things to do. He did make me make waffles again. That's two days in a row of waffles. And that was that. Look, he loves a waffle. He finished camp last week like a big boy. He sent, uh, he came back from camp the last day with the saddest note I've ever seen. <laughs> Care to tell anybody what that note said, honey? Oh my God. It said, Mama, like, I wanted to give you one more hug. Why didn't you come back? <laughs> <laughs> yep. He had already given me 10 hugs before I left. 
this is new. This is a new development. It him. is, it's yeah. New, uh, I don't know. What do you? What are we gonna call it? Uh, Attachment something? Yeah, or I was gonna say like affectation. Maybe. Yeah. So at his school, which is where he was doing his camp, now they've they've sort of lightened up on the COVID regulations. Like you, last year you couldn't go into the classroom with the kids, but now they're letting people. So he has been having me come into the classroom. Oh, the last time I was in there with him, I don't think I had a mask on. I wasn't even thinking about it. Yeah. I forgot. I wonder if everyone's like. No, I mean, I think I think a lot of people aren't. Guys, we're honest. over it. Monkeypox, bring it. Polio, <laughs> you're next. <laughs> um, and I set a timer for eight minutes. Sure. Again, timers. Timers. And then at the end, when it's time for me to go, he wants to give me a hug, which like, great. But now it's become, he wants to give me 10 hugs or 13 hugs or 14 hugs. Well, I, he, the night, the other night when you went out last week and uh, he, you had left and he was like, he was desperate to give you two more hugs. Well, and he's been doing that too when Hillary leaves. Yes. Like after she's way gone, he's like, he wants Hillary to give him one more hug. <laughs> and it's like, well, bud, she's in her car. She's going home. She's driving in rush hour traffic. It's right also now. like, you know, it's very sweet and like very manipulative of him. <laughs> um. So what happened a couple times was there was one day last week, the week before where, um, Hillary told me that Henry had told her that he cried that morning at school, but, but he wouldn't tell her why. Mm -hmm. But then at dinner, it came out that he was crying because he had wanted to give me one more hug. Yes. But I didn't, I didn't hear him because I had already left. So the next day when I dropped him off, we did our hugs and then I left and then I heard the director saying, Dory, Dory. And I turned around and Henry's standing there with a teacher, like, you know, lip quivering. Oh my God. And he's like, and she's like, he wanted one more hug. I was like, okay. So I gave him one more hug. And then the next day was this day of the note. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know. I like, he's, you know, he's having a lot of big feelings and he's just like, He's just, you know, he's three. Yeah, I mean, he's having a lot of big feelings and he's using them, you know, to manipulate all of us. I don't think it's like, I don't think it's like a conscious, like he doesn't realize what he's doing. It's, you know, it's all just sort of like, I he's he's operating on his feelings. He's not plotting, I don't think. I mean, he, I think he is plotting and he doesn't even hide it anymore. <laughs> Mama Dita, I need, I need nothing. That was the best. The other, so it's he, not the first time he's done it. He just like, you know, he likes to call us back in after we put him to sleep. And we usually go in like twice. And he always wants like another book or a tissue, like nothing that he like actually. Yeah, it's usually within about four seconds. Yes. Closing the door, saying goodnight. Exactly. But anyway, he called me back the other night. And I was like, I just like poked my head in. I was like, what's up, bud? What do you need? And he said, I need nothing. <laughs> I will say the thing that I, the, um, 
The silver lining of not currently having a regular job is being home for bedtime every night. Yeah. So, you know, I gotta, you gotta look on the bright side when you can, honey. Let's talk about how last night we were like, fuck you, Henry. We're going to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, mom and dad went out. <laughs> we went to Disneyland without Henry. <laughs> Which I thought was uh, very mean, but in a funny way. I didn't think it was mean. I mean, you know. I think it's on paper. You write it down. You're like, leave three-year-old at home. Go to Disneyland I mean, as adults. Honestly, the number of exhaust overtired exhausted three-year-olds we saw last night at 10 p.m yeah did not make me wish henry was there no of course not so you know also riding splash mountain was very fun it was we did that last you know in a way that was like let's have wet feet for the ride home yeah <laughs> uh uh, but I, it was great. I, I had a great time. I was glad to be there with Dory, who busted out her old hat, her old Mickey ears yeah. with the embroidery of Dory on it. Shocking, Matt. This that that one. I have that picture of it yeah. over there. No one wears those anymore. The classic ears. Yeah. Hat. No, I don't think so. Yeah, it's all the um, headbands. Headbands. Yeah. Um. I. I. I don't think I saw one other person wearing it. I didn't even clock that. Yeah. That's interesting. Hmm. I'm kind of retro. Um, yeah. Matt was surprised that I had brought them. Pleasantly surprised. Yeah. And I was just like, it was nice to not be there. Like, I haven't been there at night in so long. Yeah. I mean, it was really nice to not be there when the sun was beating exactly. down on you. It's the number one enemy of anaheim california is the sun and we got there kind of like as the sun was going down mm -hmm. i think we got there at the perfect time 58 minutes after we left yes <laughs> plus another like 20 to park parking was not i mean it's hard it's the you know the parking garage if anybody has been to disneyland is listening to this you know it's a like enormous parking garage one of the biggest in the world if not the biggest i think maybe the bellagio in, in macau surpassed it <laughs> for parking garage size but um yeah they just sort of like all day they're filling people in there and then like we ended up parking on like the third floor but what's new is that pixar garage like that feels new to me because I only ever remember going down an escalator and, you know, because now the tram you load on the other side of things because you go through security, mm. which was actually just set up to do COVID checks. But now it's And now permanent. it's just there, much like the reservation system. Yeah. <laughs> so we luckily we, you know, had a reservation for last night. Uh, we were in line for Haunted Mansion. That broke down. Excuse me. And then we think that was when we decided to go to Splash Mountain. And they loaded us up into a boat with log. a log. It was me and Matt and four other dudes. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it was very heavy. It was a heavy boat. <laughs> Luckily, I was in the back to like give us proper ballast. 
and uh, I've never I've never seen splashes so high. The guy in front was oh, not was expecting so soaked. what happened. <laughs> he was so soaked. But I've literally never uh, <laughs> I've never felt the bottom as many times with the back of the boat and I it, it was overloaded. I was like this is a this is a banana's load. Why would they load this like this? And I was like, oh, whatever. It's late they don't care." <laughs> Every time it like took us up a hill, I was surprised it made it. Yeah, it really seemed like it was straining. <laughs> And then like, I was just oh. like marveling at the engineering of it. But uh, yeah, a great time. I'm glad Dory suggested it and made us do it. Yeah, you definitely, I feel like up until we got there, you were sort of like, I don't know if I want to go. I never said anything about it. I know, but I could, I got that vibe from you. But like, look at me growing as a person. I know. Look at you growing as a person. And, 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 and you know, keeping those thoughts uh, internal. <laughs> You know? Yeah. I appreciate that. It's all we can do, everybody, is just grow a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, you do these incremental things of like, do I need to say this? No. It's not going to change anything. Let's continue with our 58-minute drive <laughs> in the heat. <laughs> the, yeah. For some reason, the drive doesn't bother me as much as it uh, bothers kills you. Me. It's the number one reason I stopped going i think i just build it in to my well when i first got to la in 2007 2008 not that long ago but like it was a different time it was a it was believe it or not a less trafficy time i believe it you know back when governor schwarzenegger was running things (laughs) it was just you know no nonsense (laughs) wow no it was really it was it was it, it was trafficy and and oh my god this is the craziest traffic i've ever seen but now it's like four times that yeah so like it should leaving that late as late as we did last night 11 something that should be a 30 minute drive it was but not. it was an hour yeah home it was an hour. crazy so like when i had my annual pass when i was a youngster in my early 20s, mm. I, I can't, I still, every time I say it out loud, I can't believe how long I've lived in California. You've lived here a long time. I know. It's crazy. It is kind of crazy. Especially Back before Iron Man came out. <laughs> wow. And now there's, a, he's, now he walks around California Adventure. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Mm. So, yeah. So, we had a little date night last night. And um, I would say it was it was a really it was lovely. Uh, you know, there's just no no pressure. There's no pressure when it's just you and your significant other to do anything. Yeah, and we could be like a little more spontaneous, and it was just it was good. We never got to Tomorrowland or Fantasyland. <laughs> We no. really stayed adventure and frontier. Yeah, which like I didn't mind. And we saw some of Fantasmic over people's heads, which I had never seen before. It was kind of more intense than I like was. It's a great show. If anyone is wondering if they should sit for it, yeah, I would say watch it once and then never again. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, let's take a break. That's the Disney portion again. We'll have more on that later, I'm sure. Okay. We'll be back after a word from these fine people. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything, because what? <laughs> but they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. <laughs> That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Okay. Welcome back. Hello, everyone. It's time to hear from the fine people who are listening to the show every week, who stop, sometimes pause the pod to write in, other times can't find what they want on Google, so they write in. Yeah, and just a reminder, you can write in by emailing us at Matt at gmail or mattanddory at gmail or calling or texting us at 413-461-BABY. All so, right. Um, all right. Well, we're going to kick things off with... Kicking it with Kate. With kicking a, it. This, oh, does she have a segment like that? Kicking it with Kate? Yeah. No, she doesn't. She should have a segment. She does have a, she has a section in the newsletter. She's a column in the newsletter called Kate's Corner with a K. I like it. Um, Anytime you can do that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, 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 
I'm trying to think of a Dory one. Hmm. Like instead of a bio, you should have Dory's Deets. Mm, I should. Thank you. You're right. I should definitely, definitely do that. I'll get right on it. Okay, this is from Dory's Kate. Day Off, and it's like your uh, ideal day off. Mm. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. All right, this is from Kate, not Spencer. Hi, Dory and Matt. I'm listening from the beginning, and I wish I had known about this podcast at the time. I realized today that my first transfer was just a couple weeks before Dory's. I know because it was just two days after the 2016 election. Wait, Woof. what? No. Oh, first transfer. Oh, yeah, before my first transfer. Right. Yes. God. I gave myself my trigger shot, hopped on a plane to a work conference, and we all went out planning to celebrate the night of the election. As shock turned to horror, my work besties and I got shit-faced, and I remember my German coworker telling me he'd help me get a visa so I could get out of the U.S. if it came to that. I spent the next day hungover, but not as hungover as our coworker who blacked out and asked at 9.30 the next morning, so who won? We almost didn't have the heart to oh, tell God. him. Let him live in innocence a little longer, right? My plane landed back home at midnight, and I reported for my transfer at 6 a.m. the next day. The little blastocyst is now a five-year-old. This podcast is helping me think through what to do with our other 16 embryos on ice. I have PCOS equals all the eggs, especially in this brave new world post Dobbs. Thanks for being awesome. Post Lou Dobbs, of course, is what she means. <laughs> Uh, um, thank you for that. That is reminding me that we need to tell CFP what we want to do with our storage um, of our embryos. I thought we we're getting rid of them, didn't right? Didn't have any embryos? No, left. we have. We only have abnormal ones left. Ugh, weird ass, huh? I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's an interesting conundrum because of the whole fact that like the science constantly gets better. I know, but we don't have like a great track record. So far, no. It could turn around. <sighs> I don't know. I guess we get rid of them. Yeah. Or we run a poll and have the audience decide. Oh, God. Well, we have to decide within the next, uh, like, week. <laughs> That's a fun Twitter poll. I say we do the Twitter poll. <laughs> or else they will charge us. Um. All right. Anyway, I just thought of that from good, this good, email. Good thinking of that. Thanks. Um. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. That is a fun little election night 2016 story. Thanks for bringing us back. Thanks for bringing us back. All right. This is from Anonymous. Hi, Matt and Dory. Binge listener and first-time emailer here. First off, thank you so much for your podcast, which has gotten me through the past few months since I got on this IVF roller coaster. I'm one of those completionists Dory joked about way back when. I've worked my way up to episode 234 since starting listening in February, but I did skip ahead as well, so I'm current with you too. Hmm. I'm also from the Boston area and live in NYC, so I love all the references slash accent impersonations, etc. from your time on the East Coast. I wanted to write in as I'm currently in waiting hell to see if this transfer worked. After having relatively good luck with the egg quality and PGS testing for someone my age, 38, we got seven PGS normal embryos when I was 37 from two retrieval rounds. My first transfer in May didn't work. 
And I happened to get a nasty case of COVID. After taking a break to recover and enjoy the summer, I now feel so much more pressure and fear around this one, partly because of the buildup, partly because this is the last thing insurance will cover. Will cover. I know we've been lucky there too. Yay for having a partner who works in a hospital system. And partly because if this one fails, I'll have to go through a whole other battery of tests like ERA, etc. I know this isn't anything new for you or your listeners, but since I'll find out whether it worked next week on the day the pod usually drops, it would mean a lot to me to have any words of encouragement or reassurance about next steps if this doesn't work as I'm feeling fearful and unsure of how much more I can tolerate while also really wanting to try everything we can with the embryos we have left. A few questions for you. We would really like two kids eventually if we are lucky. If you were me and this cycle doesn't work, at what point would you do another retrieval to try to bank more embryos to keep open the possibility of two science babies? Second, non-IVF career. Hang on, let's just take it oh. one at a time. Okay. Sooner rather than later. Well, my also my sense is if you have two failed transfers with PGS normal embryos, as you say, you have to go through a whole other battery of tests. Like, I think I would do that before. I don't know. I think I would do that before the retrieval because it might not be the embryos. It might be your uterus. But wouldn't you then do the retrieval before that, just so you bank the good embryos, get the uterus checked out, and then you can put the good embryos in? I mean... It's a ticking time bomb down there. Yeah, but she has seven. I don't know. Yeah, but, you know, seven is... uh, I guess now she has... After this, she'll have five. We already see that? Diminishing returns here. I see what you're saying. I'm saying do one more. Okay. And then... You get a full inspection. You get a full workup? Yep. Okay. Um, All right. Second, non-IVF career advice related. I have a potential job opportunity that would be way more lucrative and better for me in the long term than my current job, but likely more work and more travel and potentially more stress. If it comes through, what would you choose and would your answer change depending on whether this round works or not? I'm pretty sure if I made the switch, I'd be on board long enough for the parental leave to cover me either way. So more of a question from the lifestyle point of view. Would love your thoughts, advice, etc. Do you want to answer this one now as well? I'm the worst. I can't give advice on jobs. I don't have one. I mean, my sense would be to go for it. You can always quit but like you don't really know what it's going to be until you try it and especially if it's a lot more lucrative like maybe just do it for a little while i don't know you're I, looking I at me agree. like i'm crazy no i just like i can't even believe this is a question you're, you're asking us oh anonymous <laughs> um like get with the program i mean seriously now's the time to be doing that stuff now's the time Okay. Um, 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 All right. Lastly, the real impetus for why I'm writing today is to let Matt know about this amazing piece of hot dog history. And she linked to something from the Brooklyn Library. Mm. Is it about Coney Island? Well, it's not loading for me. Nor is it loading for me. Oh, there we go. Hot dog days. Oh, agreed. Um, there's a coat of arms honoring the 50th anniversary of the hot dog in 1939 (laughs) shows a Royal figure knighting a kneeling hot dog in the center. I love it. Wow. And this really happened in 1939. My coat of arms. 
Maybe two really. wiener dogs on either side of it, too. It's yeah. Really, it's really beautiful it's, symmetry. It's really lovely. Thank you for sharing this. So my coat of arms is like dumb compared to this. It's like a knight's helmet with like a couple lions or something. Definitely not enough hot dogs in that coat of arms. By integrity alone. That is the Latin phrase on the Myra family crest. Integrity. Don't pay the fucking bills, dead Myras. Okay. (laughs) With sincere gratitude for all you do, that is from Anonymous. Two adults in 680 square feet with no TV, but lots of TV watching on the 13-inch computer screen. No. That's too small. No hot dogs for me this year, but I do love me a veggie dog and probably about six for my partner. I often have a hot dog craving when Henry's watching uh, Mickey Mouse because, because everything is about hot dogs. Everything's about hot dogs. They live in hot dog hills. Uh, Goofy constantly is making hot dogs or eating hot dogs. Um, Mickey exclaims hot dog. I mean, sometimes they even try to plant a hot dog bush. Once Goofy and Pete tried to plant a hot dog tree. Yes. Yeah, and it worked. Tree. Wow. They really know what they're doing mm-hmm. over there. Um, I still have a hard time with Pete. He's like the antagonist friend, but the friend usually. He's just a big oaf. Yeah, but like sometimes he's just, you know, I guess, I don't know. Pete's been around as long as Mickey. He was in Steamboat Willie. You know, I am not like as familiar with the history of the characters, but our nanny, I remember once when she saw that Pete was in it. She was like, oh, no, because he used to be much meaner. Yeah, Pete was Pete was a bad guy. Yeah. Peg leg Pete. Yeah, but now he's just kind of like a big goofball. Now he just runs the junkyard. Yeah, and he's always coming up with like really harebrained schemes. Yeah. They've really softened Pete. Yeah. And I'm here for it, you know? It's funny. They, they, they sort of like rebooted Pete. <laughs> they have. They've rebooted Pete. Um. All right. Well, you know, Matt, I think it's time for us to take another break. Are you sure about that? I am. Okay, we'll take another break. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And we're back. Do you do you want to say more about Pegleg Pete? I just that there's a really good Disney Dan uh, is the name of the YouTube channel. He does a uh, Often we'll do like the history of costumes at the park. Oh. And he was like the curious case of Pete. There's never really been a costumed Pete. Oh, interesting. Which mm. I think is interesting. Because mm-hmm. like there's a wreck at Ralph. Size wise, mm-hmm. it's very similar, I would say. Mm-hmm. 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 I think they should do a Pete. Hmm. Thank you. All right. That's my feelings on the Fab Five. Plus Daisy <laughs> and Pete. Justice for Daisy. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. We're going to get Henry a thing. Uh, 
because I felt bad, like, oh, we went to Disneyland without our kid. So I was like, oh, let's bring him back something. We were talking about it. Let's get him a Donald or a Daisy. Like, seems to like Daisy, but only because I feel like Daisy was so left out of the figures we got him that one time. Mm-hmm. But guess what? No, no Daisy. There was no Anywhere. Daisy. Yeah, no true. Donald either. Yeah, it looks like they have Donald on the Shop Disney website. Yeah, but it was like a Donald-free. It was. It was there was zone. there it was, was very interesting. There was there was almost no Donald anywhere. Like I could get like a stuffed rocket from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I mean, look, maybe Donald's is just like out of fashion. I could get a Pride Stitch. Yeah, regular Stitch. Which I have never seen Lily on Stitch, but like, there's so many stitches and no Donald. Yeah, this really upset Matt. There was also a Pride Droid. There was a Pride Droid, which I thought was hilarious. Um, such a lovely way to cash in. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are Donald and Daisy. Plushes. plushes that you can get on the website. Well, I'm going to hold out hope for one day. Including in a park. a $600 leather plush by Coach in the shape of Donald Duck. Well, that actually looks very cool. How big is it? 19 it's 19 and a half, and a half inches. inches. Oh, that's actually kind of dope. You are not allowed to buy this. But look at it. I is see that it. that's leather? It's leather. It's polished pebbled leather. That's kind of cool. With detailed sculpting and vintage style. Let's go. We gotta go get it. Oh boy. We're going to the coach. Okay. Sorry I brought this up. Need another job. <laughs> just to get the Donald Duck coach leather Donald. Oh boy. Okay. Um let's hear from another listener. Okay. This is from Hendrick. Hello, Hendrick. Hey, Dory, Matt, Henry, and Bo. I want to try it in again and thank you for continuing to share your and your listeners' stories. While my wife and I do not suffer from infertility, my wife had a miscarriage last year and listening to your show for the past few years has helped me with processing this. We are now expecting our first child and everything is looking good so far at week 21. So obviously, I am pretty stoked. Matt. Yes, sir. Please do a YouTube show. (laughs) <laughs> I think it could really work due to your presenting abilities and personality that many people like if the podcasts are any indication. I know. I think personality is more important than production value anyways. Coincidentally, Donut did a video about gas saving myths and scams. So you could do something but for gu- similar, but for guitar or golf equipment. You could also get a gaming PC and review old Star Trek games. There are a lot with varying quality. Side note. ST These are all great, by the way. Elite great ideas. Force Tournament for the President Circle, maybe? Oh, that would be dope. These are just my little uh, ideas, of course. These are great ideas. They're all great ideas. I love me some donut media. Did you talk about donut on the other podcast? I must have at some point. I don't know. You've been really into donut. Well, what I like is finding a YouTube channel and finding out that that YouTube channel has been around for five years and has gajillions of videos Mm, that is fun i like finding i like when you get into a youtube channel that's like kind of like it's basically four guys yeah but they're they're not douchebags right i don't like douchebags i know i enjoy that 
Uh, like they make fun of misogyny. Yeah. Honey, yeah. this is my brand is not, is like, you know, non-toxic masculinity. Copyright Matt Myra, 2022. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you copyrighted that. <laughs> Um, since messaging services came up in the last episode, WhatsApp is not great if you want actual private messaging. It is owned by Facebook, and who knows what they are doing behind the scenes. I'm sure you've heard the story Good of question. Facebook giving a teen's message history to Nebraska police so they could prosecute her for getting an abortion. Oh, my God. What? I didn't know that. Signal is probably the best solution for private messaging. They deserve to be supported. I have Signal. You can private message me on Signal, and it will be encrypted. Great. Isn't that also how we got some of that January 6th stuff off the ground? Signal? It wasn't Telegram? I don't know. This has become a bit of a ramble, but I actually have a topical signal to send out. I heard about the possibility to collect blood from the umbilical cord after birth to extract and freeze the stem cells contained in it. The stem cells can then be saved in a private bank, which is quite costly, or donated. I think the idea is to have the stem cells for potential future treatments. Have any of the listeners done this? Does it make sense? Is this a scam? We have this option as well. Yes. We chose to donate to the public bank. Is that what we did? Yes. Remember they were so excited they came by like 20 times? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because it was all like, I was I was way into it. The idea of like, hey, I use these cells to like fix stuff. Yeah. You know, I have... Uh, the science of it, I I had not heard that many like stories, success stories, anecdotally, or even, you know, in a study of people actually using the stem cells that they stored. And it's very expensive. And I think, I think the doctors get a kickback. Honey, welcome to the fucking world. So... Everybody gets a kickback. And I think that there is a lot of fear mongering around it. I'm saying, what do you mean by that? You know, like they they tell new parents like, well, you know, if you store this and your and your child has a rare disease. I mean, like I get it. That's sort of why you would do it. Of course, but like the odds of that happening, like yes, it happens, of course, but it is very the odds are very very low and then you don't even know if it's necessarily going to work. Correct. So I don't know. We donated. Look, it's 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 the same reason people are cryogenically frozen. But like, no shade to anyone who decides to do this. Like, please do it. Um, I'm just telling you our sounded like a lot of shade. I'm telling you our sounded thought like process. It was like 14 degrees cooler under your comment. <laughs> to finish my obligatory my obligatory stats, I had four hot dogs this year, plus quite a few hot dog adjacent sandwiches that don't count. I'm still confused about the definition of a hot dog. Me too. Since apparently the bun is not a requirement, but then it's just a sausage. Oh my God, that reminds me. I saw the funniest TikTok the other day. Oh God. Okay, forget it. No, I won't tell. It. Let's hear nope, it. Nope, not going to tell it. the story. Tell us your TikTok. Because I was already dismissed. That was some pretty toxic masculinity. No, that was toxic. You're just using an app that is just viciously algorithming you and sending all the data to the Chinese. Okay, well, you know what algorithm they got me on? A uh, young Latina woman doing a video of how people of color would react to like white people food in the same way that white people food do videos about like discovering like 
Mexican food. Yeah, okay. And she did a hot dog. Yeah. And it was really funny. So it was like a Latino reacting as though they've never seen a hot yes, dog before. Yes, exactly. Telling you how delicious it was. And just like, uh, yeah, like they, she said, she's like, she like picked up the bun and she's like, so this, it's kind of like a taco. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not familiar with the genre of uh, white people discovering ethnic food. That, well, you know, BuzzFeed used to do these videos of like, like it would be like so-and-so like tries, you know, I don't know. I'm just going to use Mexican food. Tries Mexican sure. food for the first time. Like those kinds of that's things. A, like I'd watch a video of like an adult human being trying Rice Krispies for the first time. Like that's interesting to me. Sure. But I think, I think a lot of these like food influencer types who happen to be white often do not have a very, um, rich palate, rich palate or like cosmopolitan <laughs> enlightened perspective. Sure. And so they think that they have quote unquote discovered I see. these foods sure. that like millions of people have been eating for hundreds if not thousands of years you know what i mean yeah it's like being the one guy in kansas who's like you have got to try sashimi exactly that's exactly i it. figured it out so she was doing a send-up of those i love a send-up i it like was, a good it was paradise. very it was very well done it was very funny anyway it just reminded me of that um our house is a little under two thousand square feet currently inhabited by only my wife and me we have a 55 inch main tv nice. 55 Yes, 55-inch main TV, 42-inch guest room TV, nice, 34-inch gaming monitor, nice. and an older Epson LCD projector we pull out for outdoor movie nights. Ugh. All the best from Germany. You know, I feel like, I think Germany is one of those town, one of those towns, one of those countries where you need like a uh, golf license. What do you mean? Like you can't go out on the course unless someone is like vouching for you. Like you can't like you can't you have to like know all the rules. That's very German. And not like slow play up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the pro has to like sign for you. It's like it's like they love bureaucracy. I've heard this. It's fascinating to me. Huh. That's interesting. But I mean, like talk about barrier to entry as someone who's pretty lazy about those kinds of things. I'd be like, well, I guess I'll never golf. Yeah. I mean, that's what they want. I know. Uh, we have a voicemail. Oh. Could I get the the magic voicemail? The magic tube? voicemail tube. All righty, guys. Here we go. Here we go. Hey guys, it's Ron. I was calling in because I had a suggestion, possibly for your caller who was trying to figure out what to do with her leftover embryos since they were done. And she was freaked out about the idea of having genetic siblings out there that she didn't know anything about, but didn't really feel like destroying them was the greatest of ideas. And I was wondering if there was a possibility she could donate them to science. While, yes, you would be technically destroying the embryos, you would be doing it for the sake of all mankind. Instead of just, you know, stomping them in the free, the uh, garbage can, question mark. I'm not quite sure how they dispose of them. I'm sure it's a lot more scientific and elegant than that, but I figured it'd be worth a shot of something they could look into. Also, Matt, talking about your recent YouTube uh, obsessions with the car guys, 
I'd I suggest Rayman Rayman Ray. He's a mechanic out of Florida who is very analytical. Mm-hmm. Breaks down your uh, techniques and how he fixes a car, like works in an actual shop, and is fairly comical, fun to listen to, and is highly highly logical. I think it'd be something you'd probably enjoy. And if you ever wanted Sounds to make cool. your own YouTube page, might I suggest, since you seem like you'd be great. Uh, it'd be a great idea for you that you revive your old uh, Attack of the Gadget Show Run. idea and uh, rate and review products for the upcoming mm-hmm. holiday sales mm-hmm. and surreptitiously just draw penises everywhere. Sure. Who couldn't <laughs> use more penis drawings on YouTube? I mean, look. Good time. Funny is funny. I mean, circling ads. I'm sorry. It was circling ads. That's right. Uh, Ron, back in Lafayette, Louisiana. In now four bedrooms, two and a half baths, <laughs> almost 1,900 square feet with two adults, eight kids in the house, Aye. and a dog. I DK about the fish. Do new, have new TVs though, because, uh, we can't wall mount the old ones. They stayed behind. So we now have three 32 inches and we'll be picking up a 50 inch this weekend for the living room. Nice. Thanks. Have a great one. Well, Ron, as always, thank you for calling in. I can actually answer your question about donating to science. Um, To my knowledge, that has like kind of stopped. Like that's not an option anymore. I think they had too many, like they had more embryos, more discarded embryos than they knew what to do with. (laughs) Yeah. Like I think people felt uncomfortable discarding them. And so everyone was donating to science and science was like, Whoa, if you're looking for like a specialty and you're, 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 you know, you're going for your MD and you want to like do a huge study. I feel like embryos are the way to go. There's probably a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. So Get I think, pubbed, babe. I think that is why, um, it's not, it's not an option. So, good idea. Get in the New but, England Journal of Medicine. Um, okay, this next email is from Heidi, who said, I received the attached message via LinkedIn today, and I found it totally weird. This guy is a stranger and is for some reason soliciting me to be an IVF consultant. I never post about IVF publicly and definitely not on LinkedIn. Not that there's anything wrong with posting about IVF wherever you want to. I just haven't. So I don't know why he'd reach out. Has anyone else received something like this? Think it's random? I'm wondering if my fertility clinic or fertility benefits somehow shared my info. Interesting. Mm. So um, I didn't put the, excuse me, I didn't put the actual thing in here because it reproduced very small, but uh, I will read it. Uh, This person wrote, hi, Heidi, I'm with ProSapient, an expert network that arranges paid one-hour consultancies between our clients and experts like yourself. If you're interested in the project outlined below, please share your phone number and email so that we can discuss this further. And then it says, our client, a global management consulting firm, is looking to speak with current or prospective patients of IVF solutions. The, The ideal candidate will be women who have had IVF or are shopping for IVF-related services in the following cities, Cincinnati, Washington, D.C., and Las Vegas. 
We are casting a wide net for this project and understand we may capture some candidates that have no relation. Although if you have experience or know anyone that does, we are willing to pay whatever their personal consulting rate might be. I hope you're interested in sharing your expertise with our client at your preferred hourly rate. If so, please provide a phone number and email along with good times to call to discuss further. Please decline this message if you are not interested. Now, this is interesting to me because he does say we are casting a wide net for this project and understand we may capture some candidates that have no relation. So I wonder if like he literally just emailed like every woman between the ages of X and X in these three cities. I would say that's the one possibility. I would say another possibility is that he paid for some Google data. Yeah. Um, and uh, rather than targeting his ads, he's targeting his LinkedIn messages. Yeah, totally. Uh, because of the city specificity. Mm-hmm, Did mm-hmm. he land on a city that you're in? We don't know. Are you an expert in a field? Let us know. <laughs> in fact, those are my two questions. I believe this person is in Washington, D.C. So... I only heard Las Vegas. What were the other two? <laughs> um, it was Cincinnati, Washington, D.C., ah. and Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. So... It's an interesting slice of life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, interesting. If anyone else has gotten this email via LinkedIn, let us know. I'm looking for Bo. That's what I was doing. He's right here. Thank you. Um, and then finally, we received a text from someone who had... Five pounds of hot dogs. Five pounds of hot dogs for Matt. Bright leaf hot dogs. Carolina Packers. The original red hot dog of North Carolina. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I've ever really had a red snapper. Not the fish, but like description of a hot dog. Mm. And like, how far do they ship? Look, I'm always up for finding new hot dogs that can I can get out to California. So thank you for sending this <laughs> along. Um, all right. Well, thanks everyone for weighing in, for writing in, for calling in, for texting. They have a podcast. Oh, that's fun. That's very funny. And just a reminder, if you have gone through all your back episodes and you for some reason want to hear more of us, you can support us on Patreon and get up to two bonus episodes per month. Plus, the entire back catalog, the Patreon, the Patreon episodes do not just start when you sign up. Yeah. You get the whole but catalog. You, you then have access to every post, yeah. which includes all of our podcasts. Exactly. So. so we're very grateful to our Patreon supporters. Have we mentioned that Matt does not have a job? Um, if you support us at the $5 level or above, you also get your name read on the podcast each month as a big old thank you. So thank you to the following Patreon supporters. Thanks to Cynthia Meisner. Danielle Nusifora. Don. Deanna McLean. Diana. Diana Martin. Dr. Beverly Crusher. Edwina Goodingham. Elena Powling. Eleanor Powell. Elizabeth Brandt. Elizabeth K. Elizabeth Konami. Ellen F. Emily F. Emily Harden. Erica. Aaron. Aaron, here comes the gudge gudge. Aaron Turley. Evelyn Schmevelin. Frederick Rois and then he uh, name of a new band. New, anti-time, anti-time eruption. eruption. Yes. <laughs> Freya. Greta Truitt. Heather. Heidi Phelps. Hillary Berry. Jackie G. Jane Ennis. Janice Montes. Jen. Brennan. Why did I just say Jen? I don't know. That's very strange. <laughs> Jenna Marie Nelson. Jennifer Sika. Jennifer H.S. Jennifer Steele. Jenny Fick. 
Jesse Hendricks. Jessica Garcia. Jessica Grigsby. Jessica Manilovich. Jesse Labatty. Josephine W. Or Labatty. That's Labatty, probably. And this one is school. Sc- remember, Schoolenberg. Mm-hmm. Julia Schoolenberg. <laughs> Julie McLaren. Julie Phillips. And Kane McCall. Thank you all very, very much. Head over to Patreon. Check us out. Listen to some back episodes. There's so many out there. Really we'll see are. you next week. Bye. Bye.